0: and welcome to another episode of Gold Nuggets, our new mini-series looking back on some of the team's highlights from Season 2 of the Gold Podcast. For today's snippets of wisdom, I'll be casting our thoughts back to two of our previous golden guests in the realm of medical affairs: Luca Dezzani, Vice President of Oncology, Medical Affairs at Johnson & Johnson, and Louisa Luciani Silverman, US Medical Head of Immuno Oncology at AstraZeneca. Let's get started. spoke to Luca in episode 19 of the podcast titled Medical Affairs Evolution and the Future for MSLs. He's held a range of medical roles at ESI and AstraZeneca, including Franchise Head of US Oncology for Medical Affairs, and more recently joining Johnson & Johnson in 2021 as their Vice President for Oncology Medical Affairs. It was great listening to all of Luca's thoughts on the future of medical affairs. And in this first clip, he shares some insights into some different industries he thinks pharma could learn a range of digital innovation techniques from.
1: Well, obviously, obviously if you um, uh, restrict the field to uh, digital, definitely, you know, the technology industry is... uh, industry that we are actually already partnering with quite actively, right? We do recognize that we are not the subject matter expert when it comes to um, uh, technology and, and digital innovation, but we have been partnering for uh, many years now with you know the large organizations that are subject matter expert, they have the subject matter expertise in, in technology, so um, and and really bringing together the best of both worlds, right? Because the reality is, these other companies and and um, and industry do not necessarily understand and do not, they are not subject matter expert in the healthcare space. So you really combine the two uh, expertise to build something that is uh, synergistic and uh, and probably the. Two, in isolation, would have not been able to to um, uh, pull out of the ground. So um, the idea is um, we definitely look to the um, large technology organizations as partners, we have been doing that for quite some time. I think I mentioned earlier what we have been doing in the space of machine learning and artificial intelligence. Of course, when we started the journey, we were no experts, right? But again, we went out and we tried to find that expertise um, so that now we are somehow experts in uh, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning in the healthcare space. So. I think that's a little bit the key to anything innovation. Just be open minded, go out and find the right partner for the project you are envisioning and really co create. Like make it make it your goal to build something um, in conjunction with someone who can bring a different skill set, a different expertise, a different know how from the one that you can.
0: Leading on from this, Luca explores the concept of inter-industry competition versus collaboration to further the MSL role.
1: Probably it's a little bit of both, right? Because even to go out and partner with companies, you need to know who, you know, first of all, you need to know what you are talking about. You need to know what you are trying to accomplish. You need to understand whether it's uh, realistic or not. And then um, you can go out and, and seek for partnerships. So the more we are advancing the technology, the more we do need uh, deep expertise internally. Uh, But again, for that disruptive innovation, for that um, extra know how, that's really where you need to partner with other companies, other industries.
0: I completely agree with what Luca said there. Internal expertise partnered with external know-how is a surefire method of success and really pushing innovative success forwards. Next up, we turn to Louisa's episode, Real World Evidence, The Metrics of Medical Affairs and TikTok Marketing. It really was a fantastic episode. Louisa is the US Medical Head of Immuno-Oncology at AstraZeneca. She has an extensive background in scientific research and holds a PhD in Immunology and Molecular Biology, landing her first role in pharma as a medical science liaison at Sanofi Genzyme in 2014. In this brilliant clip from her episode, she digs deep into how teams can measure the value of medical affairs, drawing from her own personal qualitative measures of success in her team.
2: I think this is really the $1 million question. (laughs) I actually asked this question um, back when uh, uh, my first interview in medical affairs for an MSR role, I had, you know, I was so naive back in the days, uh, and I asked my manager, how are you going to measure me? How are you going to measure that I've been effective at communicating the science of our medicine? And he's such a smart guy and uh, has been a mentor all my life. And he told me, well, you will see when it happens. So really, how do we measure the impact on medical affairs? Uh, The reality is form is a business, uh, and uh, we have to do it. And despite the large investments in medical affairs, uh, and the fact that medical affairs is becoming more and more strategic and externally focused, we really don't see a clear ROI on medical activities, uh, as we see for other functions like commercial and R&D. And there are so many reasons for that, uh, and you know, we need to stay with, we need to work within our compliance boundaries. Uh. But I think there is also great opportunity now with the new technology and data analytics um, to revisit uh, this concept of measuring the impact on medical affairs. But before going there, um, the fact that the ROI is not black and white as another function makes us medical affairs leader work harder uh, to communicate the impact that we deliver to the business, uh, the medical and scientific community and the patients. It's almost a, a, a triangle, and we need to be able to clearly visualize how our, our activities are impacting um, business outcomes and patient outcomes. And this, I have to say, requires a lot of discipline as well as openness um, to explore data sets that were not in our, you know, um, that were not in our playground. Go back to, uh, to what we, we just <laughs> talked about. Um, so what I try to do, I try to do in my team is uh, um, before even going down to the metrics uh, um, and the KPIs, really we need to start with the problem and where this problem fits into the um, enterprise priorities. And then we look at, okay, we quantify the problem, we try you know, to understand what's driving it, how big is it, how broad is it. And what's very critical is that we clearly brainstorm how can medical affairs help uh, solve that problem? What is the medical affair contribution? And that brings me to the impact and value. So once we understand what medical affair contribution is, then we say, okay, that's what we're going to do, and that's how we're going to measure success. So it's almost having a conversation um, up front, upstream instead of downstream. Everything starts from the strategy and say this is uh, how I am going to solve this problem from a medical affairs perspective, because as medical, this is something that just only medical affairs can do. And so that so far, those way, probably is not perfect, uh, um, but it's a way that is alp- helping us to move from uh, quantita- just quantitative metrics uh, to a mm. mix of quantitative metrics as well as um, impact and value.
0: Having those conversations upstream rather than downstream is a great method to ensure ideas and improvements make it to everyone across a company, not just those within a specific team. It's so important to include qualitative metrics with your standard quantitative ones, especially in regions such as medical affairs, where value can't always be measured by numbers alone. Both Luca and Louisa shared even more great thoughts and insights into the medical affairs function in their full episodes of the podcast, both of which will be linked in the show notes for you to listen to. that's it for this week's gold nugget do be sure to tune in next week where we take a look back at our conversation with lawrence woolard patient advocate extraordinaire in the world of haemophilia in the meantime be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss out until then it's goodbye from me and i'll see you next week